0: Welcome to One World, One Future, the bite-sized podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nevison, and we highlight changemakers around the world who are making a difference in their community. Hi, everyone. Today we have with us Dana Perella. Thank you so much, Dana,
1: for joining us. Hi. Thank you so much for having me, and I am super excited for today. I am so excited to talk to you. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm a 10-year-old. I'll be 11 on April 18th, so super soon. Um, And when I was 7, so 4 years ago, basically, um, I found out that my friend Mila had been diagnosed with a rare and fatal disease called Batten. And she was a really close friend, and I decided that I needed to help her. So then I started baking and selling cookies to try and raise $1,000 to save my friend, and it took me three months, but I got there, and then I was convinced to make a GoFundMe account, which is like an online fundraising platform, and I got on, and I somehow got on the front page and went viral, so then by the end of the year, I'd raised $56,000, which seemed like It seemed too big to be possible because I was seven, and the biggest amount of money that I could, like, imagine was $1,000, so that was really crazy, um, and so now I raise money for over five diseases now, for five rare diseases, um, and, yeah.
0: That's incredible. Well, happy early birthday, and that is amazing how much money you raised in just three months. That's incredible. So how much money have you raised to date? Oh my
1: gosh, the number keeps on growing and growing and growing, so it's like impossible to keep track, but I think that, well, now we've passed the $150,000 mark, and I have a feeling that we've more, but I don't know.
0: That's incredible. So you were seven when you started Cookies for Cures. Uh, That was in twenty seventeen. Um, I think so. What was your main goal when you first started it? Like your number one goal, your first, the one thing you could accomplish when you were seven? What was what was that goal?
1: Um, I didn't even like consider as like money a goal. I was just My only goal was to help fund a treatment that would save my friend's life, and it was a kind of scary goal, like the thought that she needed her life to be saved, but I was determined to help her, and in the end, there was actually a treatment funded, and the doctors called it Milosin. That's
0: incredible. Wow. That's so amazing that you were able to raise that much money to help get a, a cure for that. So, do you know how many cookies you have cooked in total? It's probably a huge number, but do you have an estimate guess? Me or
1: my organization? Let's do you and then your organization. God. Um, I last checked like a year ago for my, for me, but then I baked around 6000 Um... So I'm not sure about how many I've baked now. <laughs> um, and then my organization has baked over 20,000 cookies in total. Wow, that's incredible. So how many people are helping you bake your cookies? We have over 100 families on our, who are all volunteers. Um, and so we've got a fair amount of people helping out bake
0: cookies. Awesome. If someone wants to join and help you bake cookies, how would you say is the best way they could contact you to get the information?
1: Um, Well, you can always email me, which is info at com. So you can go and email us like if you want to help or if you have any ideas for events or whatever. Awesome. So, do
0: you have a favorite cookie that you have ever made? And if it's different, what's your favorite
1: cookie to eat? I think that it probably is different. I have to say that's a... But would cakes count for fun? Would cakes count? Because I do cakes too. Um... So, the best to eat is definitely my roll cake. It's like this... Sponge cake that then has layers of whipped cream on the inside. And it's delicious. And then the the best to make for this one is going to be a cookie. I think that the funnest cookie to bake is probably my chocolate party cookie. So first you get to go and make the dough, but then the fun part is when you just get to go and throw in basically whatever you want. Not the kitchen sink, like, just some fun treats. Butterscotch, pretzels, whatever. Nuts. That's so cool.
0: What's your favorite thing to put in that cookie?
1: I love our caramel and pretzel one. So you've got some caramel chips and pretzel bits in there. That sounds so delicious. I definitely
0: would probably not be able to bake any cookies, because I'd probably eat all of them. But that is so cool. Well, I hope that you wouldn't eat the dough. Yeah, I think
1: I'd probably end up eating the the final product. Yeah, i try to, but then my mom... I think that the most that I've ever eaten in my whole entire life is three in a day. Oh, wow. So, my mom is very good at keeping the cookies away from me.
0: That's funny. So... When did you start baking? Because you probably love baking since you're doing it so much. Did you always
1: just grow up baking? No. Um, When I was seven, it was kind of crazy because the only thing that I had ever done with cookies is eat them and maybe, like, decorate them with those bags of frosting at school. Um, So it was a brand new experience for me. And... It wasn't very easy at first, especially being a seven-year-old. And so, like, the mixer was hard to hold. And then whenever the dough gets thicker, it beco- I had to stop. And I didn't know anything about measuring. And so it was all starting out from the very beginning. And I had a ton of cookies to bake, so it was kind of hard. Wow. That's so cool that you went... From trying
0: something brand new to having such a successful, like, having such a successful thing that you're doing. It's incredible. I applaud you for doing this. It's so amazing. So I actually really like to bake as well. Do you have a specific place that you find all your recipes or do you make all your recipes up?
1: Um, well, for us, we have a recipe base, but that's not open for everyone. Um... But we do have bake-along videos where you can, like, watch and figure out how to bake one of the things. Like, we have one for our roll cake. And that is super delicious. I think that we have most of them on my YouTube. Awesome. So,
0: if the listeners want to go find your YouTube account, how can
1: they go find that? Like, what name is it under? So, in my bio on Instagram, which is Cookies Cure, there's underscore kids. Um, you can find my link tree, and my YouTube is definitely in there. Do you have a long-term a long term
0: goal that is your goal for Cookies for Cures?
1: Um, so my goal for a while has been to have a Cookies for Cures for every single rare pediatric disease. Um, but that'll be pretty hard to do on my own. So right now I'm actually looking for other kids who want to start their own Cookies for Cures. Incredible. So if someone, if one of the listeners
0: wants to do that, is the best way to go about contacting you the same way, just email you? Yep.
1: Awesome. And again, my email is info at cookies for com.
0: Awesome. Do you have a goal that you want to achieve by the end of this
1: year? Yes. So right now I'm working on like fleshing out my, the online part of my organization, which is like the bake alongs, that sort of thing. Um, and so I'm hoping to have, like, a fair amount of that part of it done.
0: If you only had 10 minutes to volunteer and make a difference in your community, how would you be spending those 10 minutes? I like to ask this question that for everyone who's on my podcast because everyone gives such an amazing answer and they're all different. So what would you use those 10 minutes to do? Well, I'd probably
1: ask for more minutes. But if I could only get 10 minutes, um, then I'd probably go... And I think that I could probably do a short red wagon sale, which is the first type of cookie sale that I did. Um, so, I'd, so I'd get some magical cookies to appear inside of my red wagon and a red wagon to, to magically appear. Because, you know, if, if I only get 10 minutes, then magic must be real. Um, so then I'd go around and probably do like a short red wagon sale.
0: Awesome. Can you share a little bit about how your first red wagon sale went?
1: That was so long ago. I'm not sure that I remember, but I'm pretty sure that I ran around my block and lots of people were very, very generous. Um, That's
0: So in each and every episode that I have on my podcast, I like to get the audience involved and see what their questions are. And although you have already answered some of them, uh, the audience asked what advice do you have for someone who wants to get involved in their community but doesn't exactly know where to start
1: or how to start? So, I actually have two pieces of of advice. The first one is to believe in yourself. You can't really get anywhere without believing that you can. And then, the second piece of advice is to just start. So, once you have, like, your idea, then you'll probably want to plan for some of the problems that you're most likely going to encounter but you can never plan for all of them because there's just too many and probably most of them that you plan for you won't even encounter so you just have to be brave and start off otherwise you probably won't start at all I love that advice I
0: have to say everyone who's listening don't be afraid to go do something just go do do it. it yeah yeah So in a lot of my podcasts, I like to have the person I'm interviewing do a 30-second speed round. Are you ready? I have 30 seconds on the timer, and when you say go, I will start with the first question. All right. Go. Favorite color? Purple. Favorite animal? Um, giraffe. Sports team? Don't have one. Favorite food? Sushi. Favorite vacation place? Anywhere at the beach. Favorite memory of 2020? Uh, the beginning. Favorite holiday? Easter. Awesome. That's 30 seconds. You did awesome. And the last question I have for you is, is there anything else you'd like to tell us?
1: Um, not really. I think that you covered everything. Well,
0: thank you so much, Dana, for being a changemaker in your community and starting such a wonderful organization. If anyone who is listening knows someone who is a changemaker, please contact us so we can continue to expand our reach to have even more changemakers all over the world have their stories be shared. Once again, I'm your host, Ashley Nevson on One World, One Future, the Bite Size podcast. And thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to know what's happening next.